Alright guys, welcome to the Conscious Experience, Episode 2, and this is brought to you by TTM, To The Moon. And man, we made it. We're back in the lab uh, two weeks in a row. And today's topic, I'm really excited to uh, delve in and uh, break down. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the integration of 5G and what that kind of entails for, uh, I guess you could say, the uh, GP I've tried to have a reasonable breakdown. I almost have to play devil's advocate because there's so many uh, controversies surrounding this topic. And um, I feel as if uh, it can't be ignored. But let me explain what 5G is so uh, you guys know. 5G is the next generation mobile signal. We currently run on uh, 4G, um, but 5G offer faster data play, stronger signals, and quick and efficient download and, and uh, video play. Those three perks alone would make it a good business sell. It, it would benefit um, not only these huge uh, companies like Verizon, T-Mobile, but also benefit the uh, consumers. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but there are so many red flags surrounding this, um, for surrounding 5G in itself, and it it kind of kind of alarms me. Yeah, so the difference for, yeah, so for example, for 3G to download a two-hour film, like say on a laptop or a phone, would take 26 hours. Yeah. And then 4G, the same two-hour film would take six minutes. <laughs> so quite quite a quite a huge difference. Um, and then so once once I once I got into that side, I began to look at um, kind of the uh, effects of or the change that would cause in, in society. And one of the first articles I came amongst was uh, DY or DW, um, which uh, usually breaks down, uh, you know, the scientist's point of view of what they feel um, will be created by integration of a, of a huge product in, in a huge market. And so over 250 scientists um, signed a petition recently in the United States, uh, United Nations of the World Health Organization, and their concern um, of the 5G being integrated into society is 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 pretty is pretty eye opening. Uh, EMF waves, which are radio waves, um, that's what the 5G produce. Uh, there are concerns that those waves the frequency of the wave, the speed of the waves, and the intensity of the waves um, are could cause cancer. And the the issue is not that the the power of the waves 
is um, is what's causing it is, is how many antennas are in a uh, certain region. So the the integration model of 5G is to have um, the the 5G network at least in every other house, um, so the connectivity can be uh, strong and and so it can work as like a uh, I guess as like a efficient network with all like the different um, signal transmitters. And so that that's that's what's going to be the issue. Um, that's going to be the issue with all like the, the the strong frequencies and things like that. Yeah. So from to I guess to further explain that from what I understand is that the the five G network was is going to be um, a satellite is going to be broadcasted by satellites. So it's going to be a super high frequency. Um, Unlike how 3G and 4G were on low frequency waves, such as like radio waves and things like that, but those waves are easier to, since they're low frequency, they're lighter, so they can just go through like cellular towers and things like that. But 5G will have to go through these new type of like nodes or like receptors that they'll have to be a lot of them in a small area to really pick up their frequency and help travel it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If just, just to go outside of box, what, what was like your, I guess your initial uh, reasoning, like what did you think when 5g, um, when, once you start hearing, hearing that 5g was uh, going to be integrated? Um, when I first heard 5G, it was more of from the basis of uh, like the inter- Internet of Things. So I guess there wouldn't be, it would be like a whole upgrade almost of how like of society in a sense. So it would be like cableless things like like basically it would help ease people into like automated societies are just like for example how like new york is like a modern city how like it has all the lights and the boards and things like that but like with 5g that being kind of like the, the norm of cities and like things being hella interactive and um i guess just like with self-driving cars and drones and things like that being able to really um I guess I wouldn't say take over, but really be implemented to really work on the 5G network. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And and I I just feel that I don't I don't want to bash 5G because in a lot of ways it's providing um, good sources of uh, technology. I mean, f- for it to be a thousand fa- a thousand times faster than 4G. Um, I mean, things are just going to be a little bit more efficient. Not a little bit, but a lot more efficient. Uh, signals are going to be definitely much stronger. I just, I don't know where you draw the line at I, as far as someone who's a part of the GP um, and, the, and, and, and most people in the GP. Where do we draw the line at with the whole integration of different things? Because if... If there's no line drawn, if there's no if and if there's no full transparency of what's being done into, into you know these pockets of society within America, I I just feel that 
there's going to be no no boundaries and eventually something uh, life-threatening like the development of cancer or like can- cancer's increases or different medical health that's going to affect us on a uh, molecular level things like that could happen and it could be uh it could be catastrophic you know yeah i mean i definitely um relate i see this as a if i look back in history as far as like the implementation of uh technology and different types of innovations it reminds me of like post like world war ii with like the invention of the television the microwave uh things like that and you know the way that these things are marketed is more of like oh yeah you know it's it's hella beneficial it's more efficient you get to cook your food faster meanwhile you know these waves are like crazy you feel me like you can't even be pregnant it says it says don't be pregnant standing in front of a microwave (laughs) you know know, like don't stare at the microwave or you know what i'm saying like think little crazy things like that like people initially like in the handbook it shows you how to cook a turkey in the microwave (laughs) Yeah, nobody's cooking a damn turkey in a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) And um, with this, it's more of um, but but also you kind of see like the the social dynamic of it or the effects of it later down the road, as far as how people are you know hella sick now. Yeah, and um, really just you know with the with also the with the creation of the microwave. It also created microwavable foods, you know what I'm saying? And so everybody knows that, like, microwavable foods are ass. <laughs> but from there, it kind of created, like, a whole another. it kind of, like, snowballed. And, to ne- like, everybody wants things faster. So, like, if people want their food faster, they're going to want everything else faster as well. Yeah, for and sure. so it's almost like... You know, where does it end? You know what I mean? As far yeah. as um, speed, because at the same time, it's like, yeah, 3G to 4G was a big difference. Yeah. But like 4G to 5G, it's a big difference. But at the same time, it's like you wouldn't even really, you know, it's like for certain people, they wouldn't even really appreciate the speed almost like nobody really asked for it. <laughs> exactly. And and is our is is almost one of those things where like the four G network is all is 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 fast enough you know it's like it, it it works efficiently enough. I know that you know buffering happens and stuff like that. Which if once five G gets implemented, I believe there's a statistic that says ninety seven percent of like buffering and lagging um, will be like non existent. Like you'll get right to the video, which is yeah. like. Which is that? I mean that 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 type that feature like that that's something that's going to drive that that field forward, um, like cellular de- devices forward. But I I just feel like it's one of those things that um, the 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 effects that could potentially cause it, it outweighs I guess like the benefits of the ac- actual network and what what it could produce, and ju- just something to kind of get away. Um, from the topic just a little bit, I I wonder the psychological effects, uh, the like a faster network will create because at a rate 
right now, which everything's happened so quick and you can you can Google something in a matter of seconds and get the answer, you know, and, and not really have to work to get it or think to get it. it I, I wonder if this is going to um, aggravate the problem or the issues that are arising right now, which is, um, I believe, uh, having to be able to multitask and not really getting one thing done in particular because so many, so many things are, you know, flying by and you have to think of so many things and do so many things. Um, also as far as like with the signal strength and, and, and maybe that's causing psychological effects like uh, depression and, and, and issues that are arising in that. Like, I wonder the effects that that's going to, take on the society if you know just paraphrasing and just projecting the future yeah i mean i definitely it's going to be a whole different world a whole different ball game just off the fact that you know currently right now you know you can't take a kid's phone away you know what i'm saying let you be a teacher and try to punish them by taking their phone away let alone a parent as well you know what i mean yeah um you know it's basically built in like this current generation and like the like people younger than us they don't know a world without you know 4g you know cell phones iphones ipads and uh you know high quality video games and it's only going to get you know more uh lifelike you know with uh virtual reality and things like that yeah and so uh you know definitely you know scientists study the effects of technology on us as far as how we how are we going to interact with each other differently and um yeah i mean it's definitely uh i feel like it's definitely gonna be a slippery slope and also <laughs> in the fact that um science has been doing studies on like a theory that um time has been moving faster mm -hmm. in the sense that there's so much more information that like it speeds time up. So for example, um, you know, 20 like post internet, things like that. If say if um, I guess you were to go to jail maybe for like a year or like five, you wouldn't really miss that much. But like now if you go to jail for like, you know, if you're in that bitch for like a year or you didn't have any type of outside communication, you'd be lost by the time you got out because so many things would have occurred. Like, for example, when Boosie got out of jail, he didn't know what, you know, FaceTime, you know, <laughs> what Instagram, what iPhone, like little things that we take for granted. He didn't know about because like all those things really happened in such a small span of time. Yeah. And um, even now, like. So much stuff will happen in a in a month, in a week that like if you don't have your like say if you didn't have a phone for a month, you'd really you'd be hella out of the loop. <laughs> and that's the same with information in general. Like there's so many everything's progressing so fast that I can only imagine with like 5G, like it wouldn't even there'd be a lot of Things are moving so fast that it'd be hard to wrap your head around in a sense. If you were to really like sit there and try to, you know, soak everything in. 
Yeah. I mean, the point about the whole, you know, being in jail uh, and this and kind of this day and age, that that totally makes so much sense because, I mean, society is going by at a very fast rate. Even even when I like I delete my Instagram for a month or two, it's like every time I redownload it, it's like there's always like new features and like that. And these features like are slowly transcending uh, the platform and making it something brand new is, is innovative. It's, it's more interactive. So, I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely get uh, that, that scenario. Um, yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy. I also, also uh, feel that markets such as like digital currency and, and being able to have um, tools and uh or technical tools and and having charts and 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 projections projections and stuff like that to to be able to read the market and 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 project the market i feel like 5g and the amount of inf- information that you're going to get um coming at you is going to help propel like markets like that have like real investors or uh, people who who are into the these markets like it gives them like even more of an advantage if that makes sense yeah uh definitely so like for example i feel like it's gonna like once again this is gonna be a whole another ball game in the sense like even with um digital currencies and things like that because it's more of like 5g is more about building the internet 2.0 and the internet currently is the internet you can say the internet of people so it's just like us taking the data or whatever we get from the computer and communicating it and with each other basically using it you know to um, expand and communicate and build other things between like people yeah but this next step is really going to be the Internet of Things, because right now, like currently, we're basically uh, cyborgs from what Elon Musk explained as far as like all of us. We live basically two different realities or two different lives. We have our online life and then we have our like real like blood, sweat and tears life. And just the fact that like we're always uh connected to a machine such as our cell phone yeah so it's like if you don't have your cell phone on you feel naked and it's kind of like people are you know low-key addicted to their phones or to you know video games things like that and so um also uh as far as like it, there would definitely be like innovation just because like right now we're like in the in the very infant stage of it all. So like here's like mm-hmm. a pretty good example um, from a source called like Cryptonary. Um, Uber wouldn't exist without Apple phones and Google Maps. Um, the same will happen in crypto. The rate of adoption will accelerate faster than ever now that the world is connected much more than it was ten years ago. Like the average penetration is around sixty percent over four years for social media usage, tablets, ebook readers. Uh, computers, however, it took around twenty years to gain around eighty percent adoption. 
And then this is only from the United States alone, not worldwide. It took longer for computers to gain adoption because the internet was still in its infancy. Broadband or high-speed internet has only become common in the past decade. Prior to that, it was cable and dial-up. And so with 5G, I'm pretty sure like that quote right there kind of like sums it up. Like once we get this implemented, it'll be able to like usher in a whole new wave of just technology innovation such as like artificial intelligence, you know, machine um, learning and then blockchain, which is what uh, crypto runs off of. Yeah, which, which when, when I hear when I hear that, like is exciting but then again it's just like oh my gosh it's crazy like um cars driving themselves and being able to have the i i guess that the the natural process of solving variables out on the road like this car turns this way i need to get into this lane and and i don't know just avoiding danger from um ai which is which is a, a a whole just total different field of of technology which can which can be into implemented in so many different ways i mean self-help um learning all different type of uh, uh things such as like skill building so it's exciting but at the same time it's just like I, I don't I think I think technology is moving so fast that we're not getting the chance to sit back and be like, hold up, okay. What is everything gonna look like fifty years from now? I I, I when I, when I when I when I'm reading these articles, it seems like there's a, a very short sighted um perspective of uh I guess the the effects of integrating these these huge systems and these huge technologies is almost like okay we see that 5G is going to be a faster network so <laughs> let's let's do it people are going to buy more of these products it's going to it's going to offer more um technological uh devices and 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 products that, that are going to provide so many different things let's just integrate it and again is is in in my head i i could see i i definitely see the 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 good side of it the positive side but then it's just it's it's kind of dangerous when you have 250 scientists signing a <laughs> almost a patriarch of why the 5g network isn't good to be integrated or why they still need time to see the effects on test that's been a huge thing yeah, I mean, definitely. I feel like, I feel like, from what I've just been like researching things like that, it almost, it almost feels like this is the the big shebang. Like this is what we've all been waiting for. This is this is this was the point of, uh, you know, the eighties and like this was, this is the the pinnacle of technology of where we're trying to go with it in the sense of like um because i mean it's it's like all the deadlines for certain things seem to be around 2030 yeah and that's low-key right around the corner <laughs> and so Facts. it's like plus like for all the big players like in big business and things like that to have like 
relatively the same, um, I guess, uh, roadmap or timeline is like, okay, yeah, this has been in the making for uh, for like a little minute, you know what I'm saying? More than like yeah. years. And um, from that, you know, taking uh, a step into, I guess, the the societal um, view of it or, you know, um, mass adoption view of it is like for certain things to happen. So basically with like 5G and when we get into like AI and um, the Internet of Things, there's going to be zero uh, privacy. And the thing about that is with zero privacy, you know, who who's going to decide who's going to oversee that? You know, most of the time it's going to be the government. Mm-hmm. And um, regardless of it, who's going to oversee it, the government technically or your your ruling nation is going to um, basically dispense or allow these technologies. So they're going to implement them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, there's been, you know, different throughout different portions of history. There's been different um, intellectuals or people That'll basically just like forecast um, where society is headed, you know, 50 years <laughs> ahead of when it actually happens. Yeah. And um, there's a couple people or a couple of novels and then authors that come into my mind, such as um, 1984 by George Orwell, as well as Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. And basically i mean you i might you might as well just spark note it i can't you know i can't do the book ju- do the books justice but um the main difference i mean they're really both um about like totalitarianism or like utopia societies almost like you know uh movies like hunger games in a post type of you know future but the main theme of those of these two books are in 1984 the people you know, I'll say it poetic. <laughs> uh, to be controlled by what hurts us or by what pleasures us. And so in 1984, it was more being controlled by what hurt the people. And then in Brave New World, they were controlled by what pleasured them. And I definitely can see these type of things because people don't like to change. They only change um, like if an adult after after 25 you only change due to you know traumatizing events you know it's hard to break a habit yeah and so um, you know if a lot of things like for example like 9-11 or you know uh, mass shootings or things like that will will change the uh the social narrative as to, oh, yeah, like we need hella security at um, at airports, you know, so we need more guns in schools, this and that. And it's like, you know, before then, like you kind of give up your privacy or you give up your. Um, I wouldn't even I guess. Yeah, you give up your privacy, you give up kind of like your, your safety and, and you give it up to the hands of 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 a power that you that you feel you trust yeah and um let's see 
Um, I, I think, let me see, I have like, I guess like a quote. I don't even know if it'll fit into what I'm saying, but um, that that whole thing also goes into like politics as well. So um, Aldous Huxley, he had a, a couple of um, articles or essays he published called The Enemies of Freedom. And and one of them, he basically wrote about like political campaigns. He was saying that all that is needed is money and a candidate who can be coached to look sincere. Political principles and plans for a specific action have come to lose most of their importance. The personality of the candidate, the way he is rejected by the advertising experts are the things that really matter. And that was written you know, in the fifties. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> uh, like that, that could make sense for, you know, our current president or prior presidents. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the, and another quote from the same author is if you want to preserve your power indefinitely, you have to get the consent of the ruled and this, they will do partly by drugs as I foresaw in brave new world. Partly by these new tech uh, techniques of propaganda, they will do it by bypassing the thought, rational side of man, and appealing to his subconscious and his deeper emotions and his physiologically physiology, even, and so making him actually love his slavery. That's and I mean, deep. yeah, and so when you look at, you know, things like the current opioid addiction or epidemic. And, you know, propaganda as far as what you see on TV. I mean, if you really think about it, every, I don't know, every commercial break, how often that occurs, you're being, you're being advertised by this, by that, by this, by that. And it's over and over and over and over and over and over again. And to that it's almost like it's called television programming <laughs> fast so it's like even if you watch even if you don't have cable it'll say program you feel me like the yeah. basic programs and um all these things are kind of just like slowly building up so it's like it's something called uh subliminal projection Okay. Basically, being persuaded below the level of conscious, of of a uh, you know conscious thought of choice and reason. So you see this all the time done in advertising. So it's like a lot of fast food places have the color red, and um, also you know they understand that uh, sounds. So the sound of a food will make it taste better. So like that's why chips are hella crunchy. And so it's like all these sciences are being, you know, uh, into play, but like woven into it so discreet that it's like, damn, at some point people are being preyed on. Yeah. And the sales pitch is entertainment consumption wise it's like oh you know 
you get faster food or, oh, you can watch your, you can watch the football game faster or you can watch from anywhere or, you know, those type of things, but not yeah. really providing any type of um, value for the regular person. Facts. I mean, it, those, those, uh, those commercials are so silly too. I, it's, it's, it's it's funny though, like when you say program and uh, like programming and stuff, like it, this this is this isn't a joke. I mean, if you go on YouTube and if you don't buy like the the subscription, I think it's like nine ninety nine or like fourteen ninety nine, something like that. If you don't buy like YouTube Red or something, you you would constantly get hit by like just advertising and it's the same thing over same thing over and it and it's to the point where like you can't help but to like start to memorize like the little the little song or like of the same little advertisement and like what is selling and shit like that no matter if you skip the ad like it's still the same thing over and over they got to the point where you can't even skip ads anymore on some of them so it's just like it's 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 um it's genius um, but it's also a uh, manipulation on a uh, on a on a high scale of things, and uh, and most people don't even know. That's the sad part. Most people don't even know. Um, but I will say this: this is, this is like a, a personal question. I have Alexa, right? Yep. It's still in the box. My mom got me Alexa almost last year, or something close to that, and I still haven't taken it out of the box. And I got a new house. And I'm like, hmm, this would be a cool, nice gadget, you know, to have to, you know, if I want to play some music. <laughs> All I have to say, hey, Alexa, can you play so-and-so? Or, you know, if I just want some, if I just want to know something like the weather or something like that, would of course, for sure Alexa is AI, but probably in this in this most basic form, like in this embryonic stage, like in 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 a, in an early form. Would you say, or is it like? Would you say it's like a prototype of what AI could be? Yeah, I ain't, I ain't even gonna hold you up. That same <laughs> <laughs> that same scenario happened uh, with my girl. Like she had an Alexa, and I would just unplug that bitch, bro. Just on the, on the sense that like that shit, it don't be off when you, it's always listening, things like that. And uh, would you would you adopt? Would you like? I know, I know, I know. We kind of went on a crazy tangent about AI or whatnot, but at the end of the day, save some like Alexa 2.0 comes out and it has all these crazy features, like that. That's game changing, and most of everybody's going to get it. Are you going to? Would you get it just to remain compatible and update it? Um, I mean, I. <laughs> I I I guess, but like, all right. For example, I mean, the way, I mean, at the end of the day, all this shit is um, inevitable, in a sense. Like it's already it's already written. You yeah. feel me? And so it's just about like how you consciously navigate through it instead of being like preyed upon, because even with Alexa. It's a cute way to get people talking to machines and robots and things like that. Mm-hmm. And to where it's like, you know, eventually, you know, uh, you might get Alexa to say, hey, Alexa, um, watch my child for me. 
<laughs> you know, so I'm going to the I'm to walk but out. It real sounds quick. scary. <laughs> yeah, watch, you know, or you know, little things like that. And um, you know, also, I mean, currently right now, it's like um it's like there's so much data, like data is the main thing. So it's like there's zero there's already zero privacy just because there's so much data. Like at the same time, your phone or Alexa or the execs at Facebook or Google probably know you better than you know yourself because they know all your habits. They have data on everything you do 24 hours, how you sleep, um, how many, you know, what's your screen time like on your phone, um, the places you go, uh, who you, who are you with? Um, where you work they have so much data yeah and you know right now it appears that you know nobody else knows but it's not about you know fuck todd from across the street knowing what the fuck i do (laughs) it's more or less the people that advertise to me like know what i do because then it'll make them better at advertising so it's like yeah when you see um you might have just talked about something and it like pops up on your phone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that is. Basically, it's like now we're like if you weren't buying off of, you know, the little YouTube ads or the TV ads, we know what you like now for sure. Like, you, you just got done. You was on goddamn. You just watched, you just came off the uh, Foot Locker website. So I know you want some shoes. <laughs> exactly. And bro, I. I remember seeing, I'm, I think the first time I saw something to that effect was like two years ago. And I was just, I was on finish line. And I think I was looking at some like new Kobe's that dropped or something like that. And I remember like Xing it off or whatnot. And then the next day I got on my laptop, like there was just pictures of like shoes from like East Bay, Nike, of just Kobe's. And I'm like, hold, what? Like, w- wait. So my computer is storing information or data that I've that I've looked up or you know that I've shown interest in and it's trying to now promote um, this product to me. Like if if you're not aware of that, you'll fall for every single time. It is one of the most obscene things um, out here lately. Yeah, and the crazy thing about that is like you see it with uh, like older adults. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, they don't know. It's like taking candy from a baby, bro. They don't know what the hell going on. <laughs> they think it's cool. You know, you know one thing that um, I, I think they're definitely capitalizing off of, like, young families where, like, you know, you have new parents and they're trying to get their kids everything. So whatever they're looking up online and whatever's being, you know, I guess saved in the cookies and, like, promoted shortly after i i mean I think about having a kid like you're, you're going to want to buy your kids stuff so they're they're probably capitalizing off of like young families and stuff like that yeah um because here here's a good i guess uh point or question um is freedom necessary for a productive society Using my reasonable thought process, no. Just because 
a society can be productive. We we've seen societies be productive under like uh, I guess authoritative um, um, uh, policies. You look at Cuba. It's a productive, if, uh, especially like in the eighties and and on so and on far productive society. Um, you know, as far as far as what Cuba can be, you know, Cuba itself is productive, but those guys, the the citizens really doesn't ha- have too much say of what goes on. Or you can look at North Korea, like just di- places where it's strict, especially more stricter than the United States, and more tight knit, and the the uh, the um, general population have to follow along some type of guideline in order to survive. You know the. Obviously, they're being controlled and they've been told what to do and how to do it. And there's repercussions if they don't. But they're still they're still uh, efficient, highly efficient if you if you think about it. Because now you take the the will from the employee, um, the the right of freedom, the right to think of, hey, you know what? We need minimum wage. I need to get paid this amount of money to in order for me to produce this because it's not worth if I get paid lower. You take that out of the equation. Now you have someone who's just working and working. They don't know their self work, and you just work them down to the bone. You see a lot of that with um, in like Thailand, Vietnam, especially like uh, America companies moving over there and working those and working uh, people like that, so they so they don't have to pay them as much. Yeah, it's kind of long winded. I'm sorry, but no, <laughs> no, nah, nah, for sure, nah, bro, have at it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't I don't I don't think uh freedom is necessary for productive. Yeah, I don't think it is at all <laughs> in a sense <laughs> of like if you if you if you're someone that's about like bottom line results, freedom is probably what you don't want. <laughs> Facts for, for the your people and so like, you know, examples of like North Korea um, you know, even like communist Russia back in the day, China. Yeah. All those places are upfront about it. Like they're 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 you you know where they stand. But whereas America, it's like if it's like, you know, it's real low key though. You feel me? It's like yeah, real subtle. It's like you you think you are, but honestly, like you're kinda not. But you know what I'm saying you can you can buy shiny objects. You yeah. can you can kind of like flex on another person. Like you know what I'm saying you can kind of um there's more obviously there's way more freedom but it's like it's it's uh you know that's like the 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 trickiness of it, like the plight of it. It's like at the same time um you know it's kind of like freedom is the enemy for the governing powers. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I feel like the way things are built not built now I I I I think our freedom is almost a deception. Yeah. Where you know, yeah, I can go to the store whenever I want to. Yeah, I I can I can go buy you know bread if I want to. If I'm hungry, you know, I can I can tell my boss to fuck off and I can quit whenever I like. But your survival rate and your survival chances, um, when doing things like that is it, it dramatically decrease. And being homeless and poor here, there's really not a lot of help in that, in that category. I mean, as as most people can see. 
Um, so it's it's like it's 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 a it's a highly stressful system. It's it's a credit system. Me being young, if I miss a couple payments on my credit card, you know, I don't have the money or like it's very tight and I had to pay like a couple days after, my credit's gonna go down. And so what that does, that creates a, a certain level of stress where now I, I have to work. Like I have to work. And if I don't work, then I can't pay my bills. If I can't pay my bills, I'm going to lose this. My credit, um, you know, the relationship between bills and credit, those, those are corresponding. So that goes down. And so it's just it's this big domino effect of how can I say it's, it's almost like free, free slavery in a sense, like you're getting paid for it, but in a sense, it's still s- slavery because there's yeah. really no way out of it unless you have general generational wealth, like family wealth. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's almost, it's, uh, I mean, regardless what angle this whole, it almost feels like this is a, uh, it's really, it's a game. Yeah. Like in all sense of the word, like it's really like a game and shit. Eventually, we could probably even talk about a simulation, <laughs> <laughs> because um, regardless, like it's really like a machine. But the way the governing bodies work is like a machine, just because like you know, surface level, like on the surface level, where you were born really decides, you know, what's your religion, culture, things like that. But when you really, like, dive into it, it's like, what is it all for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what is it, like, what are you, what are we really doing? Like, what are we really doing here, in a sense? Like, we're just kind of, you know, doing things for our governing bodies. And it's like, you know, whether you're in America or you're in, you know, uh, South America, Russia, things like this, it's like you kind of just the depending on where you are, you're kind of just the uh, the pawns on the chessboard, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, tomorrow. Um, shit, Trump could be like we finna blow the fuck up out of North Korea or China. Mm-hmm. Right. Two weeks from now, they're going to be shaking hands and cordial you feel me like all these world leaders you know are very cordial with each other regardless of the tension yeah like we're never gonna see they might talk shit about china all day but we ain't never gonna see none of them put hands on each other (laughs) they 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 physically can't because now we're talking our our technology in the military and this is this is global this this just isn't the united states although united states have arguably the most powerful military in the world every most people are still capable of blowing the, the you know setting off a nuclear bomb and creating huge catastrophic damage um to our planet uh which wouldn't be beneficial to anybody because you're talking about this could put a stop to you know e- econ commerce um it could be detrimental to the to the habitat to the atmosphere so I just feel like there comes to, there comes a certain point where um, you look at these superpowers 
and you kind you kind of you kind of got to look behind the scenes like who what what is funding these countries what 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 is the common theme that runs all of this and um you know i we'll, we'll get we'll go more in depth into um later podcasts but the central bank yeah but it's more of like that but it's still just like yeah like what is what is the goal like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's more of like it's like when did the shift happen? You know what I'm saying? Like when did people, you know, at one point, you know, people didn't like you couldn't buy land because it wasn't nothing to buy. It was here. You feel me? It's yeah. like so it's like you know imagine just the concept of uh, somebody telling telling the Indian, you know, can I buy this land? <laughs> I looked at him like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Are you going to buy it with what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's more valuable than this? Blah, 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 blah. It's like those types of concepts are kind of like, damn, like, um, I guess, fuck it. I guess where I'm going with that is like, there's really no more, um, like, uh, spirituality in that sense. So just to summarize it it's like even with like 5g and like artificial intelligence and things like that it'll basically be like um like artificial spirituality like artificial like it'll just be like fake like it'll almost be like soulless so like if 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 you're you know a slave if we're technically kind of like slaves right now um with the implement like tation of like 5g and ai and things like that to where like people are living longer and longer or they might eventually um ray croswell he's like a futurist he works he's like an exec in, at google he's been making like technological predictions i guess since the 70s or 80s yeah he has like a 80 percent um uh win rate on his predictions oh gosh <laughs> yeah and uh he was saying by like 2030 or something like that people will be able to upload their brain into the cloud and to kind of like migrate enter you know migrate into or what basically become one with like ai mm-hmm. or the internet and um that also like i don't know if you know, if you watch like Black Mirror, of course, <laughs> like Twilight Zone and stuff like that, but like they yeah. definitely hit on a lot of um ideas like that. So yeah. one of the ideas I wrote down or instances was uh season four, episode six. It's called like Black Museum. Uh huh. And at the end of that, well, yeah, it's like the episode kind of like foreshadows things blah 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 but at the end of the episode the last little uh um story was basically how they it was like a hologram yeah but it was a real person like they put they they basically gave a uh, a black man a the death penalty mm-hmm. but they basically like uploaded him into like like uh, almost like a Tupac hologram or yeah. like Michael Jackson hologram. They just put him in there. And it's like at that point, you know, you kind of like uh, gave him the prison of eternity. Like he's now a slave for eternity. 
And it's like, if nobody, if nobody's dying or people are uploading their minds to the cloud, it's like, you kind of just, you know, you're probably just not going to, like, you're kind of stuck here. You know what I'm saying? You're kind of stuck here on this earth, working for somebody else or being somebody's pawn. Facts. It's kind of like the real deal, like sell your soul type thing. <laughs> I mean, because a lot of people feel like earth is, you know, hell and we're here to gain some type of experience, um, learn stuff certain lessons so we can move on to the next life but imagine yourself being caught like your conscious being copied right and that that copy consciousness is you and now you're into some type of system that is like a forever going thing and you i mean you could be led to torture but any you know anything like if you're if you're in if you're a foul or something you're gonna like forever be that until you're deleted (laughs) Yeah, I mean the the best example of that is um entertainers. So it's like you can look at uh like Prince or Prince for example when he wrote like Slave on His Face cuz he didn't own his masters. It is it's the fact that like you know, people can make money off of you after your death. Yeah. Like they basically own your they own your your existence basically. Facts. And that's, you know, it, and to the regular person, it's like, oh, well, he's a celebrity. They, you know, that's what blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if you're fucking uh, Joe Schmo, the truck driver, or <laughs> something like that, it's like, you're going to be, <laughs> you're going to be stuck, like, in a eternal, like, serfdom. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. whoever you work for, you might as well call them daddy. Or you might not even daddy, you might as well call them God, in a sense. It's like, if you stuck in that type of system, it's like, damn, like, you would think, you know, they could sell it. They could sell it as, um, you know, if you update your mind to the cloud, you'll be hella. You'll be fucking amazingly smart. You could be good at everything. Yeah, human. You can only really be good at one skill. Blah blah blah. But it's like at the same time, it's like you'd be back at the playing field. Like everybody's smart as fuck. Everybody's yeah. good at everything. So it's like, who yeah. would really be good? Exactly. And then it's like, just because you live longer don't mean you'll do more. Facts. Nipsey Hussle, uh, <laughs> he, he proved that. I mean, hella people, like, you know, hella people proved that. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it's it's quite interesting to see. I don't. I don't know. I, I shoot. I, I guess I'm old school already. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna upload my consciousness. Right. So freaking foul, bro. That, that is crazy. That's absolutely crazy. But but in a way, it's 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 ingenious, and I and and I and in a weird way, I love it because it's like okay, human humanity is taking another leap into uncharted territories, and it's kind of interesting to see where the where the fuck this goes. You know, we only live so long, so we'll, we'll get a glimpse of it, and then we'll be out. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be like, hey, y'all can uh, y'all can leave <laughs> me. Y'all might y'all might go to Mars. All that I'm I'm staying right here. It's cool. Like <laughs> to me, like people overrate dying. Like they, yeah, like it's not the end of the, it's not the worst thing. There are worse things than dying <laughs> in my eyes. So yeah, <laughs> you sure you sure you don't want to upload yourself? 
Hey, you <laughs> 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 nah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, this was episode two, um, and we'll, we'll we'll probably continue on this talk. Probably expand on more ideas like digital currency, and and I, I guess continue our 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 analysis of five G and and all the different things that um, it could possibly create. Um, backed by uh, science and um, hard fact articles. So, again, thanks for listening to this podcast. I am your host, Therese. It's your girl, it's loud. Signing out. You're. <laughs>